0: Hello and welcome back to Zach Talks Movies I'm Zach and I talk about movies What's up? It's Friday How's it going? How was your week? I think I'm sounding more and more like Bill Burr as this goes on, his podcast I can't do that I can't take from other people even though I've listened to his podcast for the last probably five years probably Yeah, and I've taken a lot of I don't know I just love the way he talks in his podcast he just lets it go he just lets shit come out of his mouth and if it makes sense it makes sense and if it doesn't then it doesn't but that's kind of what where I'm at right now because I like to do with the movie reviews but I also just like to talk about random shit so I'm kind of mixing the two but I don't know if I'm at that point right now in my career if I can just talk about random shit and people are going to listen to it you know and career is very loosely used right there. I don't really have a career in anything right now. Except for working at a hospital. Uh, which I'm back at work now. I think I'm i am pretty sure I'm COVID free. <laughs> nah, I am. It's been like two weeks, I think. Or a week and a half. And yeah, that shit sucked, but it was actually kind of sick being alone for like eight days. And just, you know, letting... Your mind relax, you know, not having any worries or any problems. I legit didn't have to do anything. And I, you know what's funny? I I uh, went to work yesterday and I came home and I'm like, my house looks like shit. I don't think I cleaned my house once. <laughs> I like organized my house and stuff, but I didn't actually clean it. Ugh. So I swept the other day. Like, at, like, 11.30 when I got home at night, and I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, I could have done all this shit, and I had time, I had eight days, but, what can you do, you know, you fuck up, you know, anyway, yeah, I was listening to my last podcast, and, uh, my last episode, and, I don't know, I feel like I, I gotta tighten up the screws a little bit on this, I gotta, I gotta make it more, like, an actual show, like, have, uh, I don't know, like actual topics, and go by it, seeing, you know, I don't know, I just feel like I'm just, oh, I think it's time to talk about this, oh, it's time to talk about that, oh, what about here, what about there, and it's just like, no, why don't I have an actual, I spend five minutes talking about this, I spend ten minutes talking about that, I think each review, actually speaking of that, I should probably put on the time, damn, it's only been three minutes, what? Oh man, this is gonna be a short one, baby. Yeah, this whole uh, coming out on Tuesdays and Fridays. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm gonna do that. See, I'm doing it right now. I'm just rambling, but this is this is good. I'm brainstorming. I'm coming up with ideas. I have to talk about it to learn from it and to learn. I can't just talk to myself in my head. I have to actually talk about it aloud. Does that make sense? No, fuck it. I also want to stop cursing a little bit. I think last episode I swore so many times. I was like, I was saying fucking shit every other word. And I don't know. I kind of want to cut that back a little bit. Every day I'm getting closer and closer to just accepting those terms for Spotify and iTunes music. I mean, if they don't like my shit, or if uh, if I break one of their rules, can't they just take it down? I mean, I want... This is so stupid. I want to hire like an actual person that reads that stuff and can be like can read it in like 2 minutes and be like, "Oh yeah, so you can't do this, you can't do that." You know, it would be simple like that, but I don't know. Does anyone want to read those um agreements for me? I mean, I can read, dude. Believe me, I can read. I just honestly don't want to. And I feel like if I read it I'm not going to get it, most of it. I'm just going to be like, okay, so I can't use other people's music. That's a thing. Okay, I know that's a thing. Uh, and I can't, what, talk shit about anybody? What about when you review movies and you talk about a bad director? Can I do that? I mean, I don't know. I feel like you can't slander or some shit. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I just want... I mean coming, I mean, I'm probably going to be just, I'm probably just going to read it and then upload it anyway. Because so far, I had four followers on my Spotify, and then it it has all like your statistics and like what people read or uh, listen to like throughout the month and how many downloads you get throughout the day and this and that, and I dropped two followers. <laughs> so now I have two followers instead of uh 4 and it went down like minus 50% for the month. And I was like, "Damn. Two people unfollowed me out of 4. That's uh that's not good. So, what am I doing wrong? What is this? Episode 5, I think, or 6. Uh I I think I'm going to go back to one a week just because I don't know. Is this good? Should I keep just putting out as m- much shit as I can. I mean, that's a that's a thing people do to have more content and stuff. But I don't know. I'm, I'm at the point where I'm like, Ugh, it sounds like I'm quitting. I don't, I, w- I mean, I want to keep doing this, definitely. It's just, is it worth it? <laughs> Am I going to get more people listening? I don't know. I don't feel like I'm doing anything too spectacular to make it be like, oh, we should listen to Zach's podcast today. Oh yeah, he talked about this. Yeah, that's good. It's like, am I sounding smart when I'm talking? When I like when I talk, do I smell Jesus. Do I sound smart when I talk? No, from that last sentence, you don't, Zach. You sound like a complete idiot. And you drink coffee all the goddamn time. You know what? Why don't we talk about the three movies I reviewed, or I saw. I saw Smile, finally. I saw that on yesterday, I think. It was like 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, one of those showings. And then I saw, I just rented Bodies, Bodies, Bodies again. I actually saw that in theaters in May. And I wasn't doing the podcast then, or else I would have reviewed it. No, that was July or August. Damn, that was more recent than I thought. Yeah, that was in August. August 18th, I think. Um, yeah, so... I just rented that just now, and I just watched it. I just finished it. It's Friday. Um, and then I watched The Curse of... Fucking Ching. What What is it called? The Curse of Bridge Hollow. Yeah, I reviewed that, or I watched that as well. The Curse of Bridge Hollow. Um, yeah, so three horror movies, I would say. I would consider all those horror movies. One is like a kid-friendly, funny, Netflix original horror movie. Halloween movie, really. Another other one is like a thriller, whodunit, teen drama, comedy, parody thing. Bodies, bodies, bodies. And Smile is a legit freaking horror movie. I oof dude i saw that in theaters and i jumped at least 10 times i think it is the scariest movie of the year boom i'm saying it the scariest movie of the year you heard it here yeah definitely um should we just get into it yeah let's get into it should i start with smile yeah fuck it let's start with smile I'll just change the pictures around on Insta when I release it. <laughs> um, here we go. Smile 2022. Let's see. Let's get all the, the, the details. Because I love your smile. Directed by Parker Finn stars Sosie Bacon, Jesse T Usher and Kyle Gallner. But you know Kyle Gallner from uh dude, he was a big like teen actor, not teen actor, he was in a bunch of horror movies uh, back in like 2008 through like 2011. I think he was in the remake of the no uh uh Nightmare on Elm Street that shitty ass remake. Um what else has he been in? He's been in some shit Uh, Jesse T. Usher is, uh, on The Boys, and he's really good in that. Oh, yeah, he was just in the new Scream, too. This kid, uh, Kyle Gallner. Um, what else was he in? He was in some fucking... Veronica Mars, hmm. Jennifer's Body, that was another big one. Red, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, that red, yeah, with, uh... Brian Cox, when they kill his dog, he's like one of the teenagers, and I think Mickey from Shameless is in that as well, and um, Tom Sizemore is like one of their dads, and uh, they kill Brian Cox's dog, and he goes out for them for revenge, it's actually a pretty good movie, yeah, he was in that, Um, yeah, and he's pretty good in this, honestly, I really never saw any of those movies, um, except for Red. And I, um... No, he's, like, really good in this. He plays the cop, obviously. And it's funny seeing these actors that were teenagers. Because I feel like I just saw all of his movies just the other day. Well, no. I mean, you know, like, when they came out, I was around. And I was, like, fucking, what? 13, probably? 15? Yeah, I was a, I was a teenager. And now seeing him play the cop is just funny. Like, he's, he's the older guy now. And, uh... Yeah, it's, it's just funny seeing these actors grow up, I guess. It's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, Smile. What dude? It's fucked up. And they have a lot of jump scares, obviously. It's a horror movie. Some of them are, you know, good. Some are like, come on. There's a cat right there. Or someone just says hello, and it's like the loud music. But... For this movie for some reason I legit was scared as shit. I think the whole idea of someone just smiling at you and you being like yeah, they just have a straight smile at you is just terrifying to me. And they don't and you don't know why they're smiling. It's just like, yeah. And I love the whole thing in this. There's like a curse. Hold on, let me read the Ugh. Oh, please be a man. IMDB I should have the yeah after witnessing a bizarre traumatic incident involving a patient Dr. Rose Cotter starts experiencing frightening occurrences that she can't explain Rose must confront her troubling past in order to survive and escape her horrifying new reality ooh gave me little little goose pimples right there um yeah so pretty much this therapist she works in like a place that helps people that aren't uh well, you know, they have problems and stuff, like traumatic or they're a little cuckoo in the head. Um, yeah, she helps people uh, like that. And one patient comes in. And I love how they did this because one of the characters, like the patient that's coming in that uh, kills themselves. Ooh, whoops, I just spoiled that. Yeah, well, a girl kills herself in front of her. That's what happens. And it feels like they can do a prequel and show that girl's movie before. They probably will. They'll probably do a prequel to this and show her story. Because she was really good, too. And in the span of, like, five minutes, she explains what's been going on with her. And it sounds terrifying. And it's like, well, shit, I can see that being in another horror movie. You know? Or this movie could have been four hours and they could have just opened up with her shit. <laughs> that would have been funny. Um, but, yeah, she she was really good. And, oh, Cal Penn is in this, too, from Harold and Kumar. Yeah, he's her boss. Uh, the therapist's boss. Rose is her name. Um, yeah, and Rose witnesses her kill herself. Oh, excuse me, Jesus. And then after that, she just, throughout... I think it's like a week or something. It's kind of like the ring mixed with It Follows. Damn, that's a pretty good... Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's like the ring mixed with It Follows. And... Um, yeah, throughout, like... A week she just keeps experiencing these weird sh- fucked up things and you see like just people smiling at her and they look like they're gonna kill her but it's not real like every single time she just looks like she's insane because she's like do you see that person smiling at me and then the person's like what what are you talking about and yeah oh i just saw a little scene oh god that was terrifying yeah um i'm on imdb and it just showed the trailer and yeah god damn I was petrified, dude. The ending of this too—it's messed up. One of the, this is definitely one of the scariest movies of the year. I'll say it. I already did say it, but I'm gonna say it again because it is true. This is one of the scariest. Like they built um, suspense so well in this too. Every scene, you're like, is this the real person? Because I guess, I I guess it's like a demon, is what it is that's doing this, and it's so messed up. Because every single person that kills themselves has dealt with this before. And it's like a span of four to seven days. Once the smiling demon is pretty much what it is. It shows it at the end. Oh my god. This might be one of the scariest monsters I've seen in a while. And the practical effects in this. And I think some of it is CGI too. Uh, Damn. It looks terrifying. Just a tall... I mean... I'll just say it um, yeah, spoilers, I guess, uh, it's just a tall, lanky presence of just, they have, like, black, long black hair, wide open eyes, and a huge smile, and it's real, I don't think they use CGI on it, and if they did, then they did a great job, whoever did the special effects on it, it, it's terrifying, oh, god, and I had to come home and sleep here by myself again, (laughs) Yeah, this came out September 30th. Yeah, I think I just caught it at the end of its runtime. because, damn, it's October 21st, so. Yeah, I probably won't be in theaters uh, next week. Uh, it was an hour and 55 minutes, which I heard someone say it kind of lags. Um, I was kind of invested the whole time. I was, uh, this honestly is up there with one of my favorite movies of the year, too. It was uh, really terrifying. And I thought the acting was really good. It's very uncomfortable in some scenes, too. I feel like... I just said the acting was good, but some of it feels kind of awkward at times that makes you uncomfortable. And you're like, damn, damn, this is making me, like, uncomfortable and scared. So I feel like in some ways it was supposed to do that, and it's... Oh, God, yeah. It's showing that scene again. Ugh. With the... You've probably seen it in the trailer, too, when the uh when there's a blonde haired girl going towards uh towards the car and she's in the car just like breathing and um she puts her hands on the glass and her head just falls into frame <laughs> like a long like her neck is just all dangly and just swings into frame Ugh. yeah um definitely one of the f- god i've said this like 20 fucking times um what else is there yeah i thought the creature design was amazing i thought the acting was good some of the writing too is just like the acting. It's kind of a little, uh, awk like awkward and uncomfortable. I would say, but in a good way. Yeah, I liked it. I uh, I'm glad I saw it in theaters. It was definitely a good theater experience. Um, yeah, definitely check this out. It's it's scary as shit. Probably top five scariest movies of the year. And there's been a lot of horror movies this year, but. I don't know, none of them were really that scary. They were just really well done horror movies, which is awesome. Which I'll take, over scary. Sometimes. This, I... It had the the vibes of like, all those cheesy ass mid-2010s, early 2010s horror movies. <laughs> like Countdown. Um, what else? Fucking Bye Bye Man. I felt like the cinematographer did those. <laughs> also did this. Or like the same director. And he just got better. That's that's kind of what it feels like. Because there's like humor in this that's funny. But it's also kind of flat on it. I actually kind of laughed a couple of times. Because I just didn't see the humor coming. and uh, Or the punchline coming. and It was actually pretty funny. In some parts. In a very uncomfortable way. Um... Yeah, like uh, one of the detectives is like, so was she crazy who you talked to? And he's very, just his voice was so weird. And uh, Kyle Galliner is next to him, it was like his partner, and he's just like looking at the other detective like, "What? The, why the hell are you talking like that? And then um, she's like, yeah, she she was unstable or whatever. And then she said that she was smiling when she killed herself. And then the cop is just like, Yep, she sounds pretty fucking crazy. (laughs) And then it just cuts to the next scene, and it's just like... (laughs) Just like the line delivery is pretty funny, I thought. Yeah, it was good. Alright, I give this a... um, Look at fucking... 87, bro. 87, maybe I should write this down. Oh 80. Cause I love you, smile. 87 yeah solid loved it all right next movie i strongly recommend checking it out it's still in theaters so uh check it out this weekend if you listen to this today yeah tell me what you think too on my instagram or uh whatever or don't whoever listens to this just listen to this Alright, let's do uh, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Shit, I love this movie. I liked it even more the second time watching it. Um, let's read the thing. When a group of 20-somethings gets stuck at a remote mansion during a hurricane, a party game gone very, very wrong ends up with a dead body on the ground and fake friends at every turn as they try to find the killer among them. Ooh, spooky. Yeah, who directed this? Ooh. She's a Dutch actress. And I can't pronounce her name, obviously, because I'm fucking dumb. Uh, let's have the speech guy help me. Hallelina region. Halilina, Halilina Regent. Damn, that's a sick name. Hallelina Regent. Hallelina Regent. Oh yeah, she's a Dutch, actri- Dutch actress. And um, I think this is her first movie. Pretty sure it is. 46 years old. She's a actress, writer, and film director. Nice. Did she write? I don't think she wrote this. A24 did it, obviously. Uh, I think that's why I like it so much. A24, dude. Ooh, they got outtakes for this. Ooh, I might watch that after I'm done with this. Cool. Um, Yeah, A24, man. Just one of the best production companies right now. And I don't mean to say whatever, but I remember in like 2013... I was in high school, like, in study hall, and I remember wanting to write to them and being like, hey, is there, like, an internship I can do? I love, uh, I think Spring Breakers had come out, and, uh, they did another movie, another two or three movies, and I'm like, oh, this production company is gonna be huge. And, um, yeah, I wanted to write to them, because I went on their website and was, like, looking for internships, but I was only, like, 16, I think, or 17, and, uh, yeah, and I and I called it. I was like, "Yeah, this is gonna be a huge production company." And now they have produced some of the best movies I think in the last ten years, actually twenty years. I mean, God, Moonlight, fucking, oh Christ, of course I can't think of it the top of my head. Uh, fucking X, that new one. I, dude, I can just go from movies this year: Men, X, Pearl, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Um. Come on, Zach. You're being foolish. A24 movies. Let me just ramble off, like, ten movies. Men. Midsummer, Hereditary. Moonlight. Mid-90s. The Humans. Lady Bird. After Yang. Eighth Grade. Under the Silver Lake. It Comes at Night. Night. A Ghost Story. Uh... Oh, come on. There's more than that. The Green Knight. Green Room. Uncut Gems. Um... Everything, everywhere, all at once. That was actually pretty good, too. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to ramble off and say all of them, but you get my point. They're one of the best, best goddamn production companies out there. And since they're so good, I think they made a movie like this, Bodies, 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 which is pretty much just a bunch of Gen Zers accusing each other and treating each other like shit for an hour and a half. (laughs) And being really dumb at times. Um, But it's fun. It's a great movie. I think it has some pretty funny dialogue in it. Like, uh, they use, you know, it's just, everyone tries to sound really smart, but they come across as just uh, sounding like douchebags and being, like, full of themselves and whatever. And they're trying to be, like, all, it's like they're trying to be good, but in return they're being actually legit assholes to each other. And it's just, like, I don't know. I think it's really well done. And Pete Davidson's in it. And you know how I feel about Pete Davidson. I love Pete Davidson. Underrated actor. I mean, what meet date or <laughs> mute meet cute was that one I saw? That was great. Um, yeah, this is uh, yeah, it's like a whodunit. And I gotta be honest, the marketing really sold this as a different movie, which sucks. Cause I remember seeing this and being like, oh shit, a new slasher. I fucking love slasher movies. Scream, you know. Urban Legend, I know what you did last summer. Like, like that '90s vibe. I, I love the that '90s slasher shit. Um, it's like one of my favorite genres for horror is slasher, and of course you have the classics. You know, like Halloween, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street. You know, whatever. But I think a serial killer is like one of the scariest things because it's it's legit real. And I'm not just talking about Jason because he he can't die. I don't consider and same thing with Michael. They're like unstoppable forces, so of course they're going to be fucking terrifying. But, like Ghostface in Scream, that is a scary ass. Well, I mean, every time you find out who the killer is, you're like, oh, I could have took them. (laughs) It's like, I think they're more frightening with their motives and shit. It's like, oh wow, you're pretty fucked up for wanting to do that. But in this movie, oh man, it is so good. There's such a good twist in it that I did not see coming when I was in theaters, and I started laughing my ass off. I was like, yes. I was like, nice. That's a good that's a good twist. Um, and the actresses, because there's, what, four or five actresses? Yeah, and there's the two dudes. Um, well, I don't want to butcher their names. Just look up the cast, and you'll see... You'll see who I'm talking about, but yeah, the whole cast does a great job. Uh, They all sell their characters pretty well, and uh, they're all pretty funny. And they like you feel like you're actually watching a group of friends talk to each other and treat each other like shit. They all know secrets about each other that they use against each other throughout the movie. And when people start to die, they're like, "Wait, weren't you like this?" And maybe you're the killer. And they just all (laughs) turn on each other so quickly, and it's it's really funny. And, um, the gore in this is actually, like, the makeup, I think is really well done. And it's cool, too, because, like, the lighting, this is a dark movie. It's, like, pitch black most of the time. And, because they're there for, like, a hurricane party. That's the whole thing. These rich kids are doing this for, you know, I don't know, I I probably wouldn't throw a party during a hurricane, but, like, they're all on drugs. (laughs) They have coke, alcohol, weed, just a bunch of shit. And, um... Yeah, I just I don't know if I would have done that, but uh, what was I saying? Um, yeah, with like the lighting, I guess the actresses they they all have like glow sticks or uh, lights on their head or their phones as flashlights, and you know uh, for the whole movie, and they all really did that. They all had to do their own lighting for their characters, so they had to like really learn how to like use their lights as lighting for the shot, and I just think that's really like interesting and. They did a great job. I mean, there's not one point in this when you're like, what's going on? I can't see what's going on. Maybe in theaters, because it was dark as shit, because usually movies are ten times darker when you're in the theater. Um, But yeah, I just watched it, and I thought it was great. And everyone is kind of unlikable. You really don't like anyone. Except for Lee Pace, who is like a 40-year-old hanging out with 20-year-olds, and he's pretty funny in it. Um, But yeah, dude, it's... I mean... Amandla, Amandla, Steinberg, Rachel Sonnet, or Senate, who's fucking pretty funny in this. That's all I'm gonna try, because I'm not gonna I just butchered those two names. God damn it, Zach. I think it's because I don't want to sound insensitive, so I'm like very nervous to even try to say it. I don't want to be like canceled for getting someone's name wrong. (laughs) Is that a thing? Can you get... Like, Bill Burr got roasted for not being able to pronounce people's names on... uh, Was it like a primetime Emmy show or something? Or no, it was a music award, I think. And he couldn't even pronounce like half the names on the list. And I felt felt so bad, and it was so awkward. I'm like, oh, shit. So now every single time I read someone's name or whatever, I'm just like, oh, shit. I don't want to butcher it and sound like an idiot. But that's the beauty of the internet now. I could say a movie and you could just look it up right now and look at the cast. Maybe I should just use their character names. Sophie, Alice, B, David, Greg, and Emma and Jordan. Jordan was a crazy ass character in it. Yeah, dude. It's a it's a good it's a good movie. I would give it probably uh 85 definitely. Do you hear that? <laughs> yeah, 85%. Ooh, some good movies this week. Yeah, definitely check it out. It's a good whodunit, and solid cast, great acting. I mean, if you're, like, over the age of 25, (laughs) you might think these characters are total shit, because it's it's a uh, Gen Z movie. I'm pretty sure Gen Z goes from, uh, what, 97 to 2004 or some shit? Gen Z age uh let's see why the hell would you what age is gen z between the age of 12 and 26 right now as of right all right here we go 1996 to 2010 i thought it was 97 is it oh it says it right here what age is gen z in 2022 People who are part of the Generation Z were born between 1996 and 2010. This means people who are between 12 and 26 of age are, or turn this age by 31st of December 2022 20, are part of this generation. Okay. So millennials must be like, what, 70-something? to, cause That's 14 years. What, 90 to like 80? 1980? Or 82, I think uh 96 or 95 that's pretty cool um a little little knowledge on zen gen z for you but yeah all these characters they do tiktoks they fucking say gaslighting they say you're uh what the hell is that saying you're you're uh, silencing <laughs> silencing me yeah like like two characters say that in this and they say it so convincingly it you're like are they being serious or are they just making fun of it if you just got to go with it cuz i saw this with my parents and um uh, they couldn't tell if they were being serious or not they were like are they is this real and i'm like yeah probably i mean it, yeah this is how we are nowadays and i'm part of it man i mean i'm sensitive i have feelings now Maybe I'm a a little too sensitive sometimes. But no knock on any generation, man. We're all just fucking people at the end of the day, right? We all have our own problems and issues. So I love this movie. This is a great movie for our generation. Definitely like a trademark, I think. Is that the word? Yeah. Like definitely like this is our movie for our generation. So if you're 12 to 26, check it out, man. It's good. I liked it a lot. All right. So, yeah, 85 for bodies, bodies, bodies. All right, let's go to The Curse of Bridge Hollow. How long have I been talking? 32 minutes, nice. All right, yeah, this is going to be a quick one. I'm not going to... You know what? I do want to make these shorter, too, honestly. I just want to get to the point and give my reviews and talk more about the movies as I go on. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing. So, yeah, Bridge. Uh, The Curse of Bridge Hollow... Came out October fourteenth. Damn, that just came out a week ago. <clears throat> oh yeah, it's Friday. Um, starring Marlon Wayans. Yes, shorty, dude. Uh, Priya Ferguson. She was in Stranger Things. She's uh, Lucas's sister in it, and she's really good in this. Really well done. She's gonna be that new child actress that's coming in, getting roles, and awesome. So is Marlon Waynes? I haven't seen him in anything in a while. Or he's been in his, you know, parody movies that he usually does. And they're usually not that good. Um, oh, shit. I didn't talk about the reviews at all in any of these. Hold on. Sorry. Let's just... I just want to see the reviews for these. Um, what the f- freak? Oh, you son of a bitch. I'm typing in... Okay, here we go. Smile got a 78% on Rotten Tomatoes. Metacritic, 70% out of 100%. Yeah, it's it, it's definitely in the 70s. I mean, I gave it an 87 just because I liked it a lot. IMDb gave it a 6.9 out of 10. Yeah, just around there. Uh, Bodies, 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 I think that got a 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb. Um, 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. 3.6 out of 5 on Letterboxd, which I have a Letterbox now if you want to check it out. Zach Talks Movies. Um, I just added, like, 300 and something horror movies. I went through all the mo- the horror movies I've ever seen, and I've ranked them. So, go check them out if you want to check out my letterbox. Um, yeah. Pretty solid reviews for both of these movies. Um, yeah, let's talk about The Curse of Bergelina. 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb for this. And 43% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. See, I don't, I don't agree with that. I thought this was a good kids movie. It reminded me of Goosebumps. Goosebumps mixed with, um, a Netflix movie. (laughs) Definitely, you know, it's a fun, it's a Halloween movie. It's a good vibe movie. I don't know. I feel like people take shit way too seriously sometimes and, uh, I, there's a couple of scenes in here that I actually started dying laughing in. I don't know if my taste in movies have just gone to shit, maybe. Because I can see someone listening to this and being like, Wow, I hated all three of these movies with a passion, what he just talked about. And I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. I guess I just... Um, it depends the vi- like the, what the mood you're in when you watch it. It depends on if you like the actors in it. It's like bodies, bodies, bodies. I like that a lot because Pete Davidson's in it. Uh, Smile, I thought... Well, I actually just think that was a great movie. But I'm not just saying I just only liked Bodies, Bodies, Bodies because of Pete Davidson, but it definitely made me want to watch the movie because he was in it. And I know people are giving Pete Davidson shit now because he's. Or they're giving production companies shit now because it's like, oh, well, Pete Davidson is a known person. Let's throw him in one of these movies that he does not fit in just to make money. Uh, what's wrong with that? Yeah. I mean, isn't that how it works? Like The Rock, you throw him in a movie and. It makes like a billion dollars. I don't really know why, but it does. Okay, back to this movie. Jesus, sick. You rambled, though. Rob Riggle's in this, too, and he's pretty funny. He's uh, one of their neighbors. And um, Oh, maybe I should talk, read the thing. Um, a teenage girl who accidentally releases an ancient and mischievous spirit on Halloween, which causes decorations to come alive and wreck havoc must team up with the last person she'd want in, well, want to, in order to save their town, her father. Yeah, uh, Marlon Wayne's his character, uh, I don't see his name on it, and I can't remember what his name is, um, he, he's like a science teacher, and he doesn't believe in Halloween, he doesn't want to celebrate it, totally against it, and he doesn't believe in anything that doesn't have science to prove it, or whatever, and, I mean, he doesn't really listen until, like, halfway through the movie, and it can be like, Jesus Christ, how can you not see what's happening, dude? Like, it's kind of unbelievable at some points when you're just like, come on. And the whole concept of Halloween decorations coming to life because of a spirit or some shit. I mean, yeah, it's silly in some, some ways. and But the little girl in it, um, her name's Sydney, Uh, she just... She's, like, having fun throughout the movie, and you can tell. I mean, she just keeps... Because both of them will see, like, a Halloween decoration come to life. And then Marlon Wayne's is like, wow, that's a pretty good fake whatever. And then she's like, dad, how can you not tell it's alive? I know, yeah, how can you actually not tell it's alive? It's flying around and trying to bite them. And it's like, it's clearly alive. And then she'll just be like, why don't you ever listen to me? This and that. And she just seems bummed out. And then he, And then he'll just be like, oh, I'm sorry. I'll listen to you. And then she'll smile and be like, okay, let's go. And it's just like, well... There's actually real shit going on. I don't know if I'd be smiling. And it's like, But yeah, it's adventure, comedy, family, horror. That's the genre that I just read. Um, Netflix, you know. I feel like people just love to shit on Netflix now. I don't think this deserves a 46% at all. I, I thought the f- CGI was really good in it too. It's just, I feel like CGI is coming up now. It's not as shitty as it was. The last couple of, like, horror movies I've seen or whatever have been really good. Really well done. Special effects. CGI. Um, But, yeah. What else is there to talk about in this? Um, Yeah, it's a good family funny movie. I liked it a lot. Orange County. Remember? When uh, he sees Dr. Skinner, I think. Have you seen Orange County? If you haven't, it's a good comedy movie. Directed and written by Mike White. Starring Colin Hanks, Jack Black. Anybody? Anybody's seen or heard of that? Yeah, when he gives him uh, his letter or asks him if he read his book or whatever. And Dr. Skinner's like, I did. I really liked it. And it's like so sincere. Um, yeah, that's 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 what I'm saying right now with The Curse of Bridge Hollow. I really liked it. That's was good. Um, Jeff Waldlow. Waldlow directed this? Hmm. Never heard of him. Well, let me click on his thing. Maybe I have s- seen some shit he's been in. Why does it do that? When I click on something, it goes up, like, a few inches, and I, then I click on a picture? It's like it knows I'm about to click something, and then, it, like, the screen will move up, and I'll click on something else. Don't you hate that? It's like, a re- it almost, like, refreshes itself. Fucking thing. Oh. Wow. And look at this foursome of movies. He produced Truth or Dare, which, Jesus, uh, two memoirs of an assassin, that's a Kevin James movie, so, uh, he directed that, he directed Kick-Ass 2, which was not as good as the first one, and he was a producer on Bates Motel, hmm. That is a smorgasbord of movies, all different kinds of movies, too, and TV shows, the curse of bridge hollow review attack of the halloween decorations the curse of bridge hollow age rating and parents guide is that a legit article name for that oh my god what is going on with people i mean don't let your kid watch it then if you're that against shit what was i just seeing uh, it was on Instagram. Oh, Terrifier 2. Why would you even let your kid even know what that is? I don't even understand. Yeah, it's a fucked up movie, which I might review that coming up. I don't know where I can watch it, though. I don't know if it's even in theaters where I'm at. Um, But yeah, this woman's like totally against it, which, I mean, I get. But it is a movie, and this is a free country, and you can pretty much... I mean, have you seen The Human Centipede? I Like, you can do whatever you fucking want. Or, uh, Faces of Death. That literally shows people dying in real life. And it's like, all this shit's fake. It's a movie, okay? And as someone that wants to direct movies and write movies, I don't want a restriction on my shit. Really. I mean, it's not like I'm going to be showing people getting tortured up the ass or anything, or someone's balls getting cut off, but... If I had to, for the story, then I probably would, but... How bad can Terrifier 2 really be? I mean, come on, Terrifier 2. People are—they're saying that people are passing out in theaters and throwing up into their popcorn. <laughs> I actually read that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, t- t- Terrifier 2 will scare you half to death and might even make you faint. Hmm. How to watch? How? How and where to watch the gory horror movie Terrifier 2? Is Terrifier 2 really that scary? why it makes people pass out maybe cuz of like the imagery of it 90% on run tomatoes nice fucking right i love a good arm. oh my god 2 hours and 18 minutes uh did i already say that i feel like i've done this before i think i did like 2 weeks ago what 2 hours and 18 minutes damn That is a long horror movie. That's like Silence of the Lambs long. Wow. I mean, it must be good, though. 90%. 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb. And I say with Rotten Tomatoes, I feel like their higher scores are... I mean, it makes sense. I, I don't agree with when they do lower scores on movies. Like, yeah, the Snow Hollow. Snow Hollow. No, that's the Wolf of Snow Hollow. What the hell? Why do I keep getting that mixed up with that? The Curse of Bridge Hollow. Jesus. Yeah, they got a 43%. Let me just get this over with. Um, I would give it... I thought it was entertaining. I thought it was fun. Good practical effects. Good, good CGI. Good acting. It was pretty funny. I would give it a 65. Yeah. 65, yeah. Definitely check it out. Why not? It's a good good movie yeah it's good um yeah it's 43 though i mean yeah it might be dumb here or there but it's a goddamn movie the curse of of bridge hollow netflix fans think ron tomatoes was wrong about yeah exactly hold on it just did that goddamn thing hold on fans think ron tomatoes was wrong about adorable halloween comedy yeah It is adorable. Curse of Bridge Hollow has risen to become the number one film on Netflix movie charts. Yep. The film, a horror comedy starring Marlon Wayans, Bria Ferguson, Kelly Rowland, and John Michael Higgins, was released on the streaming services last week. The Curse of Bridge Hollow tells the story of the... Reviews of the film have been mostly... The film currently has a positive rating of 41% on... I want to see why they don't like it. Yeah, like, yeah, fans like it, and they're saying they had a good time watching... Yeah, you know, fuck reviewers sometimes. I I swear to God, don't even listen to me. (laughs) No, I'm the one that's actually sucking its dick right now, so listen to me if you like this movie, even though I don't think you're going to let your kids listen to this podcast because I swear like a piece of crap um yeah it was good what did I say 65 yeah that's good was I talking about terrifier 2 yeah I saw the first one and I was okay it wasn't anything too spectacular I think it even got like a, a 60 something on Rotten tomatoes or even lower um this art the clown guy who's the clown in it I'm not a big fan of clowns I don't I don't like clowns um All thanks to Pennywise. And not the goddamn remake. I'm talking Tim Curry, Pennywise. That's the OG. (coughs) Yeah, he... God. No offense to Bill Skarsgård, but... What a terrible clown. I, I can see, I guess, the new generation, how if you're like 10 years old and you see that, you might be a little creeped out by it, but, oh my God, that was one of the most biggest disappointments I've ever witnessed. It was just... God, it sucked. The whole Georgia scene. God, that was terrible. Um, except for when Tim Curry did it. Uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna try to check out Terrifier Two. I just don't know how or when. I think it'll be good. Uh, oh, okay, I thought they were uh, signing a petition to get it removed. That's what I just read. <laughs> no, it didn't. Um, okay, I think that's good for this week. I don't know if I'm going to continue this whole Friday shit. Maybe I'll release this on Tuesday so I have an episode done. Uh, yeah, it's Friday right now. You know what? Yeah, I think I'm going to release this on Tuesday. So if you're listening to this, you'll already be listening to it on Tuesday. So hope you guys have a good time, and I will talk to you next tuesday hopefully i'll have some movies planned because i have dick right now i have nothing that i want to talk about but yeah all right have a good weekend and this will be out on tuesday later